you have the power to be happy right now. Let's figure out how is it that you want to be happy. You know, you can release that hurt. You can release that disappointment. You can release that frustration. You know, just by simply giving yourself permission to do so. I'm going to give myself permission to be happy in spite of some of the things that have happened in the past, because that's not being present. We're going back to this is going to be your year. Then you have to deal in the present. Because if you start to get hung up in anticipations and anxieties or disappointments and depressions, if you get hung up, then you're not here and you're not now and you're not recognizing who you are and you know what you've accomplished and how important your existence is to the people around you, to the people you have not yet met. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Authentic Conversations. If this is your first time with us, I'm Amarelis. And I'm Susan. And we are here to talk about grounding and centering ourselves today, Susan, because I need a little bit of your wisdom in my ear. I must need a little bit of my wisdom, too, because holidays are killer. Yes, yeah, yeah, exhaustion, just even the anticipation or the, you know, connections and, and you know, it's, it's like overload. It's like overload. So we have to bring ourselves back to, you know, how do we intend to stay present? Because grounding and centering is really staying present. Anything that's ungrounded or uncentered is in the fear or anticipation or judgment or, you know, backstory, right? That's where we're ungrounded when we're trying to figure things out and make things happen. And, you know, it's just be present, appreciate what is now. So what is now, Amaralis? Yeah. I mean, you know, for our audience and myself, Susan, and I'm sure, you know, as you mentioned, right, this energy of trying to bring ourselves back to the now, while we are already talking about all of the new year, the new energy, the new this, new that, and what am I going to do, and what are your goals, and is this the year? I mean, I feel like everybody says at the same time every year. This is this is my year. Well, hello, first of all, like this has to be. (sighs) like my five minutes because you know a year is made up of increments of one second at a time one minute at a time one day at a time one hour at a time whatever it is right so in order for something collectively to be your year it's got to start with like right now I always say, meet yourself where you're at. Where are you at right now? This is the inventory, right? So we take inventory. Where am I at right now? Am I feeling an unusual amount of stress? Am I feeling um, like I'm being, you know, ripped in half or, you know, like I have way too much on my plate? Those are the things we have to pay attention to because if this is going to be your year, (laughs) right, then this has to be like your moment, your moment. So if you can't meet yourself where you're at and you have all of these unrealistic ideals and expectations, not hopes and dreams, but unrealistic ideals and expectations, and you want to get to the finish line before you become present, it's not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen. So you have to take care of yourself right now in order for all of those things to unfold. So if you're spread too thin, if you are, you know, giving too much and not taking care of yourself, if you are, um, you know, not practicing what you know is right for you, be it, you know, yoga, movement, energy work, um, meditation, slowing down, you know, positive self-talk, surrounding yourself with the people who lift you up. If you're not doing any of that in the now, then how the heck is this going to be your year? I mean, it's just, honestly, I, I, survived I feel like sometimes I, I tell myself I survived as a mom the Christmas expectations that I keep working on every year to just remind myself that loving them and being there for them is enough and you know of course I go down the list am I spoiling them and my how am I getting this kids in the right direction and to know what the meaning of Christmas is and what is the meaning of Christmas for me you know I, I have so many triggers and it's gotten better throughout the years by doing the work Susan I mean this year I gave myself that moment that I needed because I felt it where I needed to just cry and I like you said reach out to the person that's going to be there for you and I reached out to a girlfriend who always makes me laugh yeah. and she just said she held space for me and she goes, is everything all right? And I said, shit, I shouldn't even be complaining, yeah. but I'm feeling these emotions right now. And I just got to let them out because if I don't, I cannot, if I don't fill my cup, how am I going to survive? Well, it becomes the Christmas roller coaster, right? <sighs> it becomes this, um, you know, highs and lows. Did I get it right? You know, what's happening around me? What are people paying attention to? Like, you know, you have to get off that roller coaster because it's not about what other people's experiences are. It's really about what is your experience, you know? Yes. But in the in and that's also like I, I feel like for me, and I'm not sure if our audience was the same way or people who do the work, but I know for sure. Oh, you're changing colors. <laughs> I'm changing colors. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm yellow today. Um, sorry. Oh, the lighting in my room. Is, um, oh, see, like I'm worried about the wrong things. It's about Christmas, not about how yellow you look. Um, but no, you know, like your version of Christmas and what you're creating with them is memories. It's not about the things. Yeah. But, you know, when you already have your own childhood trauma which I know it's there for me and that's why bless you I had to give myself the um the time and opportunity to just let it out and and still the energy got crazy at some point where you know I wasn't even happy with my partner and I was feeling angry and I had to keep talking to myself and, and my inner child. So let's talk about our inner well, child. Well, first of all, let's go back to, you know, that that's not Christmas. That right. Christmas no, I know that's not Christmas. That's just a lot of history. <laughs> yes. Yes. But Christmas is the trigger for you because right. there's a, a wound near your yeah. child surrounding um, holiday disappointments, let's call it. And, and the holiday disappointments probably have very little to do with things and more to do with people. So who, who was present for you? Um, present, 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 gifts, right? The gifts are in the 
token, the gift is the token, but the meaning behind the token is the love and appreciation and the honoring and respecting, right? So we've gotten like way far away from that, you know, like whatever it is, you know, if you love me, you'll spend more money on me. I don't know where that equation came in. Because if you're thinking of me, you will show your love and affection with a token or a gift or a present. And really what it is, is it's being present for each other. That's why the holidays are really hard because people don't know how to be present or hold space for each other. They either want to fix everything or they want to avoid everything. So the real gift in the holidays is working through your stuff while other people are present for you, including the ones that trigger it. And then being present for the new ones, like your children have no idea what happened to you in your childhood. Right, but how, but how you respond right. to the holidays dictates how they'll respond to the holidays because you're setting the pattern of what holidays mean. If holidays, mm-hmm. if, if holidays are stressful for you, then you're creating a atmosphere of stress around the holidays. So they will naturally take on the ideal that holidays are stressful. That's how we pass it along. Yes, breaking the patterns and time. And creating new traditions. Yes. Doing things totally different than everybody else. So that way there is no comparison. But we're such a culture. I mean, even, you know, this with the new year, you know, you feel like if you're not glammed up or if you're not drinking, if you're not a party, how do you bring in the new year? I mean, Susan, I brought the new year in my pajamas, barely had one eye open. <laughs> my kids kept trying to find the free Times Square screening and saying, we need cable. And I said, honey, we don't have cable. We don't buy, we're not getting cable for New Year's, relax. Times Square, yeah. right. Right. I mean, our tradition is always to find um, the countdown, and we did. It opened up finally, right. um, and we got to see our countdown while I was really trying to stay awake. And <laughs> but but you spent the moment with them, and you were yes. present. And yes. even the hunt for the countdown, you know, um, was part of the game. You know, yes. part of the the challenge of the moment. You know, so you are teaching them. Fabulous yes. things. Yes. And I, I know that for our audience, you know, who I feel like they are also changing the patterns of that, you know, you either no longer partying, um, you know, uh, I told a friend of mine, you know, I said, it will start to feel normal. Like for me, it just feels like another day. I mean, I've made a decision that we celebrate at home with our kids, yes. really in our pajamas and countdown and that's it. Um, we don't have dinner very calm right like it's just another day because we just I'm done by that time I don't want to add another pressure of yeah yeah of of hosting or creating or reserve reserving or yeah yeah I think it's just um again choosing what you want to be present for Making a choice for the, you know, it's no judgment for the people who, you know, go out two times square or the people who, you know, like God bless if that's your thing, you know, of course that's on your bucket list. Listen, I mean, we, we keep telling our kids, 
yeah. check it off. I'm like, you know, we're going to do it the right way. So it's going to happen. Relax. You know, they're, they're still too young. They keep thinking they could do the whole Times Square thing. And it's like, no, honey, like you, you're in there. You're not getting out. So right, right. there's no bathrooms <laughs> in Times Square on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And that always, that, that always was a deterrent for me. I'm like, mm. How do you go to the bathroom? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we're like, we, let's save money to get a nice hotel and <laughs> do it the right way, right? Like, it's, it's all about that. It's almost like, how do you do it? And what is the right way, right? Like, I would love the experience to be really down there at that moment. Um, I feel like it has changed during the years because of what happened. Um, I, I did the experience of Times Square when I was 18. It's completely different now, right? Like all the restrictions. And the security and restrictions. And yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, the world is completely different now. But, but, you know, we also have to remember. So let's go back to that inner child for a hot second, right? We have to remember, and this is the most important piece when you're holding space for your wounds, mm-hmm. right? You aren't the same person that you were when those wounds were created so so the stories that you have surrounding those and your lack of power or your lack of uh you know feeling included you know isolation whatever those are don't have to dictate your experience because you are very resilient and much stronger and you've you know learned so much so when you come into a point where there's a trigger you have to remind yourself that that was the best that you could do with what you had in that moment but you have more now and you don't need to necessarily feel powerless alone isolated frustrated, uncomfortable. So history doesn't have to repeat itself. History only repeats itself if you choose to stay in the repetition. Yes, because you know you will find the triggers and then stick to them because that feels comfortable and create that argument or that disagreement and that energy where you're discomfort, unhappy. Discomfort, discord, disappointment, yes. all the disses, yeah. You're just yeah, and then you're there and you're like, because that's what feels comfortable. And trust me, I, I'll be a witness. I had a couple of days where I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Couldn't get the heck out of it. I wasn't as deep down the rabbit hole as I've been before. Because? I've been doing the work. Yeah, you're not the same person you were. I'm not the same person. And I said, I said, I'm a realist. You got to get out of this. I mean, what else are you going to do? Are you want to completely stay mad for the rest of the new year, like the coming up yeah. days? Like, yeah. You have choices. But you choices. have choices. I have two yeah. choices. And I have to change the energy. You I can go out to dinner, change, get dressed, do what you have to do, reconnect with that person or with yourself, because sometimes it's not even the other person. It's more about you. Most of the time. It's not about the other and, person. It's about you. And, yeah, and, you know, talking to that inner child and saying, hey, it's, this is, you have the power to be happy right now. Let's figure out how is it that you want to be happy. You know, you can release that hurt. You can release that disappointment. You can release that frustration. You know, just by simply giving yourself permission to do so. You know, I'm going to give myself permission to be happy in spite of some of the things that have happened in the past. In spite of because that's not being present. We're going back to this could be your year. Then 
you have to deal in the present. Because if you start to get hung up in anticipations and anxieties or, you know, disappointments and depressions, if you get hung up, then you're not now you're not here and you're not now and you're not recognizing who you are and you know what you've accomplished and how important your existence is to the people around you to the people you have not yet met you know so how do we do this Suzanne I mean give us some uh I feel like I come up with the idea again of I love the journaling and writing right doing a list of the things to the most minimal thing of like I have a pair of socks kind of gratefulness list yeah so that it can bring you back to going awareness of being here in this moment and grounded so a gratitude journal is great you know um it's a nice reminder to you know check the box on three things or list three things every day that um you're grateful for you know whether they occurred during the day or you know came to your mind you know whether it's people or places or objects or things or um I, I always love connecting with the breath right see every time I connect with my inhale so I know I'm breathing all the time because I'm alive right so breath equals aliveness so I know I'm breathing all of the time but there's those moments where you connect with your breath and you're like, oh yeah, that's an inhale, right? And the inhale reminds me that there are trillions of cells working in unison like magic to um, create my being, right? That's now, that's now. So all the things I think I'm not, my inhale can remind me of all the things that I am. And when you remember who you really are and the fact that you are doing the best you can right now with what you have and what you know, and your goal is to continue to do better. So my goal for this year is to take on my goal for today. Forget this year, right? I don't care what day it is. My goal for today and when I wake up tomorrow will be my goal for tomorrow too, is to be a better version of myself. So when I know better, I do better. So every day I want to learn something that helps me be better. So some of that learning comes through adversity. Some of that learning comes through discomfort. Some of that learning comes through joy. Some of that learning comes through experiences. Some of that learning comes through being with myself. So your plan is, right, if if you want to access this place called present now here, right, is to just start noticing. I'll give you an example. We were driving the other day. I was in the car with my mom and my niece. And um, we passed, we just turned right. And I was actually driving. So, and I was like, oh my God, I slammed on the brakes, right? There were these monarch butterflies, like a whole swarm of them. I mean, there had to be like eight or 10 on this one bush. And I mean, it was just so beautiful to watch them play with each other, you know? And, uh, you know, the other people in the car were like, wow, how did you notice that? And I'm like, I'm noticing everything. 
you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, out of the corner of my eye, I saw movement. It created a curiosity, which created, you know, like a, a very special moment. And it's like, that's being present. Most people are in their own head. They're driving down the road. They're thinking about all the things or worried about all the things or wondering about all the things or, you know, and you're missing what's happening right in front of you. So it's a perfect example of being present. So when I'm driving, I know where I am. I'm noticing and I'm noticing the things around me and I'm seeing and I'm absorbing and, and, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm noticing something that enriches or enhances or makes me better every day. So my goal for today or for the next five minutes is to become aware of something that, you know, will make me better and connect with my breath. And when I connect with my breath, I'm reminded how powerful I am. So guys, let's connect with our breath. When you're feeling this tingling energy, you're just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Go for a walk, get grounded. We talked about grounding and being present and grounding, you know, taking off your shoes and feeling that energy on a grass field or concrete if you are in a hard city. Um, and just take lay it right in. on the ground, lay right on the ground, lay down and come, you know, bring that breath back to the center. Even in the cold of the winter, you can feel the warmth of the sun. You have to remember that. Yes. Yes. And you have the power. You have the power. You have the connection, the energy, right? The vortex that will bring in that right energy, just like if you found us for the first time, then welcome to the vortex of authentic conversations. And you can find us on anywhere that you listen to your podcast. If that's the easier way while you're taking a walk, you're listening to us. We have beautiful guests coming in. And this year is going to be an exciting one with more new members coming in or repeated guests. You know, just having conversations about energy, being centered, being our authentic self. Because we are an amazing miracle and gift. And your breath will remind you of that. And journaling the things you're grateful for. You got this. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.